Hello, listeners. I just want to remind you that you can help all of the great shows right here on Boardwalk Audio Network by simply clicking on the button on the website at Boardwalk Audio that says support our artists. That's in the top right corner. By clicking on that, it's going to direct you to Amazon.com. All you have to do is do your regular shopping and we'll get a small kickback. It costs you nothing, but it will benefit all of the great shows right here on Boardwalk Audio. And again, that is the button that says support our artist. Just go ahead, click on it. This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Welcome to I Will Watch Anything Once. I'm your host, Mark David Christensen. Hi, I'm going to use the top of today's show in order to promote a show of mine. It's a live indie improv show called The Manifesto Show that I have been lucky enough to co-host in Los Angeles, California for the last five years. That show is actually coming down to its very last show and going into retirement on May 5th. I'm very proud for this show. It has a lot of great theme shows. It's put up a lot of great um, indie teams. I've seen a lot of wonderful young improvisers grow on the stage over the last five years, as well as I've been lucky enough to co-host it with my the great, talented Jen Kruger, and we've been lucky enough as a duo to play with several great improvisers over the years, including, including one of the founders of Upright Citizens Brigade, um, Ian Roberts. So it's been a great five years. It's very bittersweet. I I'm very happy for it to actually retire just to be able to have my Fridays back and sort of just see what else is out in the world. But it's bittersweet because it's been a great, wonderful five years of hosting an indie show that I'm very proud to be part of. Um, it's sad to see it go. It's just I'm I'm ready for to see what's out in the rest of the world. So if you are listening to this and you're in Los Angeles, please come out to one of our four last shows. Hell, come out to all four of them. It's starting this this Friday that you're listening to this, um, April 14th, and every Friday up till our vinyl last show on May 5th. I'll definitely leave a link um, for the the Facebook events and, uh, of the Manifesto show so you can quickly find that on this episode's information um, and details. But that's what I just wanted to promote is the Manifesto show coming to an end after five long, wonderful years. If you get a chance, please come see us at the clubhouse 8 30 p.m on friday nights up until may 5th now let's get to this great show um, with a wonderful guest who now has a show right here on boardwalk audio called dumb nerds so definitely check out dumb nerds a great podcast where comedians talk about smart things and just obsess over all the fun stuff they like in their lives outside of comedy i was lucky to be a guest on that so check that out along with many other episodes but let's get to this great episode with a wonderful guest and host of that new podcast and a very funny lady, Cassie Jerkins.
I'm here with Cassie Jerkins. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she has a new show. I just want to get that out of the way because that's great. You have a new show right here mm-hmm. on the Boardwalk Audio Network called... Yes. Dumb Nerds. Dumb Nerds. Woo! Yeah. Um, she's pretty far into it, um, but definitely check it out. But that's not yeah. why we're here. We're not no. here to do your podcast. Nope. We're here because tonight um, we just viewed the... What year did this come out, by the way? Um, 2000 something, right? Yeah, 2000 something. Maybe like 11 or 12. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty. I love that we don't know, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> we just watched Bernie starring Jack Black and Shirley MacLaine and Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Yeah, I like that we literally finished the movie and then just hopped on board the podcast. That's what we do. That's what we do here. I'll watch anything once. We don't. It's not about research. It's about the experience yes. of watching the movie. 2011. Oh, great! I knew it was a, a in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just I couldn't remember because I remember seeing trailers, wanting to see this movie, uh, but for some reason just never got a chance to make it mm-hmm. out there. But yeah. before we get into the experience of watching it tonight for myself, because you'd seen this prior, I have. Um, why did you, Cassie, want me to see this movie? Um, so I saw it in theaters and I loved it. I, I personally, I think it's Jack Black's best work. Uh, I mean, I love Jack Black already, but this is, this character, uh, like his portrayal of it is amazing. I can only agree, but we'll get to that. (laughs) And also I love like how much he sings in the movie too. Mm -hmm. It's like this perfect blend of like, you know, a character that's, you know, uh, it brings in Jack Black's comedy and then also his like he's just an amazing singer yeah so it's like I can't imagine who else would have played this role oh yeah I think you're totally um, right it was then, like built for him yeah and then I think the thing that I loved about this movie too is at the very end how you see the community like rallying for this man to get off and it's just it's so interesting and so human to be like oh a community of people hate this one person that got murdered and everyone loves the murderer and I don't know, just that flip of having to go to a different county to convict him and I think as a viewer they do a great job of you like sympathizing with all the characters and I don't know I liked it. I think you're right that's a great great reason it doesn't have to be profound because you want somebody to see a movie that you enjoyed yeah I enjoy it, Uh, yeah it's not like it's a classic, everyone needs to see it it's just a, one of one of my favorite movies. That's great, and I'm glad yeah. I now have seen it. Um, I have to immediately say that uh-huh. I 100% agree that this is Jack Black his best. Yeah, it's like one of his best. Like I still, but before before we get into that, <laughs> I just realized for the for the v- yes. listeners that have never seen this movie prior, we possibly it. <laughs> or want a refresher if you have seen it. What give us a quick synopsis of what this is, okay, this movie it's, is. Uh, it's a movie by Richard Linklater. It's based on a true story in Texas about um, this man who was a funeral di- director assistant, and he befriends this old woman, and to the like to the point of she's very rich, and they become really close, and she doesn't really have any friends or family, so they start traveling together. She like puts him on his will, and he's just spending all her money, and she's getting more and more possessive of him because he's her only friend. And uh, basically, uh, to the like pushes him to the point of like not giving him any freedom that he shoots her four times in the back. And, yeah, yeah. And then uh, eventually, people find her body in a freezer and have to convict him. But while she was dead, he was spending all the money 
that of hers to help the community so everyone loves him and uh yeah i would say that's the movie <laughs> that is that's great yeah, yeah. now we know we could jump off <laughs> yeah, we yeah. Keep going talking. but yeah but it is definitely up there with i think if not his absolute best it's yeah. definitely one of the best yeah definitely one of the best i'm yeah, and I know so many people that are Jack Black fans that haven't seen this movie. Really? Yeah. This is definitely like, a must if you're a Jack it. Black. What are it. like, speaking of that, I mean, you currently you talk to a lot of Jack Black fans. <laughs> I, all the time, <laughs> just talking about Jack Black. Um, what um, What are the top? Like, if you were talking to a Jack Black, yeah. are you a big Jack Black fan? I wouldn't say, like, I'm a, like... Fa- like fanatic or whatever right. but I'm definitely I would consider myself a fan and, for sure me too uh, I don't know have you ever seen um, there is the first time he was on Mr. Show and he, he's in um, it's a, yes it's, it's an like, episode where it's a musical about yeah. you go to the farm yes. and you put your dick in these three halls and <laughs> yes. the last one is the milking machine yes. yeah that's yes. his first appearance that's his first and appearance the, and it's in front of a live audience yeah. no one knows who he is and then at the end of his performance, everyone is a fan of his. Oh, for like, sure. I don't know. I just think that's like such a great example of like that is Jack Black. And uh, and then I think, you know, most of the films I've seen him in, it's very much him being like comedic. Like just I think a lot of actors get some actors get like just pinholed into like we're just going to have you play this type. Yes. And I've seen that a lot in his like in the work that he gets and then so seeing Bernie was just like a breath of fresh air where he gets yeah. to like take a leap and like embody some somebody that isn't Jack Black yes yes yeah I uh, I would agree with that I mean because yeah. you normally just get tip his typical and I say typical not in a negative way because he's great he's funny yeah yeah he, always he's, funny. he's great at it of course but you sort of immediately think of him as like as his boisterous, big, energetic self from like School of Rock. Yeah, which is a great film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wonderful I movie. Yeah. He's great in it. He's great. Like, mm-hmm. I have no, I don't think I've, I don't think I have any, I don't have any qualms with Jack Black. No. I even watched, did you see the Goosebumps movie? No, I <laughs> it's didn't dumb. see that. It's I dumb, totally but forgot he's good about in it. it. <laughs> yeah. It's not even, like, I call it dumb, but it's not <laughs> even that bad of a movie. Like, like, I watched it and it's not bad. Like, yeah. It's not like, oh, it's no game changer, yeah, but for yeah. like being what it is, you're like, well, it's done. Well, yeah, yeah, it's an entertainment movie about mm-hmm. the Goosebumps books yeah. being real and like <laughs> he's hidden. It's a cool concept and it's fun, but he's good yeah. in it. He's yeah. good. He's good. Yeah. Like I can't think of like a performance where I'm like, ugh. Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, and if yeah. I did, it's probably I haven't just haven't seen them. Or like if there's one out there like this where I just hadn't got the chance to see it or I just haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because... Um, He's great in uh, Mars Attacks, I think. is the He's a small role, but I think he's great. He is, the, you know... Uh, oh, uh, the he's brother. A, he's the brother, and he goes into the yeah. military. He and gets, the, they he gets love killed. Him and everything. Yeah, but yeah. he's such a dick. He's a big <laughs> yeah. dick, yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. great in he it. He is great in it, yes. Um, I mean, what are his other big gems? I mean, Kung Fu Panda. I have a huge... Okay, it's by funny, the way, that's it's weird, is I haven't seen the second one. I haven't seen the second one either. But I've seen first, and I've seen third. I didn't even realize there's three. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, that third one, fucking awesome. <laughs> it's 
And I just rewatched the first one. Yeah. Still great. Yeah. Well, I think like Kung Fu Panda. I need to see the second one. One, I just like the design of that movie. Yeah, it's it's very pretty. The artwork's great. And the story's like. Oh, they're so good. Then you, could, you need to watch the third one, though. Yeah, okay. Because if you like the first one, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, probably watch the second and the third. I bet the second one is just good if they had a third. Yeah. The third one, like, you find out who his real dad is. Aww. And, That's great. And then the villain is. <laughs> oh, the villains. So good in the okay. in the third one. I like the. It's great. Okay, it's great. Okay. Um, see it, see it. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda. Like, yes, I agree. Gotta That's great. It. Um, what other ones? I mean, yeah. Shallow How comes to mind. Yeah, it Let's definitely. I don't. Fine. It's, it's fine. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's one of those movies. I, I wonder if that movie even holds up as well. I, I think remember it being did. funny and yeah. it was an interesting way to approach that that subject matter. Yeah. Of like, definitely different sized people. Yeah. In life, but like. I don't know how it would hold up now. Yeah, there I might know be it's Farley Brothers. Times. Are, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, and then um, oh, and then what made me think of Bernie was I was going to recommend the Holiday for this show because it's oh, is that the one where like him and Cameron Diaz fall in love? And or? He falls in love with Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet, Cameron, right? Yeah, Kate, see, the I don't, Holiday is good because so I I can picture him and Kate Winslet like falling yeah. in love. I couldn't picture it the other no way. Cameron Diaz <laughs> and Jude Law fall in love. Uh, that's um, kind of a stretch too. <laughs> yeah, you just shitting no, on Cameron like, Diaz. It's not a good movie, but for some reason, there's like just a guilty pleasure element to it that I like. Great. And then when I was thinking about that, and I thought about Jack Black, I was like, oh, Bernie. And then I was hoping you Great. would have said, let's do Bernie. I've never seen it since yeah. until tonight. Yeah. But yeah, he is. I think wonderful the way he holds his body. His energy is just that. Yeah, like he's still like he like uh, and like. He's still Jack Black. Yeah, they're like, like I'm in not the a singing, big. Bo- I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, not a believer that you shed things. Like even mm. when people sit down and be like method and all this, I'm like, yeah, method yeah. just means you're putting yourself in the circumstances. Yeah. Like even Daniel Day Lewis, in a sense, I don't agree with like, oh, he transforms. Like, no, it's yeah. still Daniel Day Lewis. He's just added things on. Mm-hmm. He's added circumstances. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. Yes. Like that's why like this performance is great. Is like I don't think he he's playing that version of that guy, but filtering it through Jack yeah. Black. Yeah. And he's perfect for it. Yeah. But he holds his body so fun mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like he just has a very different stance that he's yeah. like it's like you take and I in a sense I just think you what Jack Black does in this again, I don't know his his process or anything, but from the performance itself you just feel like you get all that boisterousness that you always uh, like about Jack Black. Yeah. But it just has this very clear filter. Yeah. Like yeah. where it's his natural like what we know him for it's like oh fuck he's like a firework that could go off any direction mm-hmm. and in this it's this performance where it's like contains. he fun- yeah, he contains yeah. it and funnels it into this one pos- yeah. like very specific goal that this character's point of view is like just clearly helping everyone yeah. but himself and I also I'm curious too because I think there's something about acting portraying a person that's a real person in real life yeah. that I feel like as he's portraying it I feel like he's 100% serving that guy the yeah, real guy. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, not mocking it. I think it sometimes or... when you're doing a character, it's like it can be a little more self-serving. But because he's like, oh, this is a real person and I want to honor that. Like, right. Yeah. I. It just, I don't know. It feels good. <laughs> I think so. I think yeah. you're right. I think, again, you, he's not mocking it. He's not like doing, it never feels yeah. like a caricature yeah. of, a, of a human. He's very grounded. Yeah. Um, and I think, I, yeah. I felt the same way with Shirley MacLaine, too, because she's betraying... Uh, supposedly a monster of a person, but I think yeah. she found like, a, like the way she's just so protective of herself. Yeah. Like anytime, 
even he would touch her, she would like, yeah, like she's flinch very, and yes. like I'm like, oh, she found like humanity and like as opposed to just like being a I'm a monster and I hate yeah. everybody. You know? I agree. I think yeah. well, I I'm already a huge fan of Shirley MacLaine. She's awesome, yeah. Uh, from her history. <laughs> but I agree. And like they We'll talk about how the story is actually told in a moment, but yeah. like, oh yeah, uh, because I think that it serves this. Okay, it serves, I was curious it serves what you these two performances as well. Okay, this is actually something I really liked about it too—the way that the story is told. Um, but her performance, like, um, is is really just solid and great. And yeah. you you get like I never you never get the sense of like she's just this monster of like a right. beast. Yeah, you got that she might be possessive, but again. Yeah. It's underlying things like you said of like fear, and then she has nobody else. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like she's she a finally widow. found somebody, and yeah. she doesn't want him to leave. And like, yeah, and I think before she found him, she just feels like everyone's after her money, and like right. not connecting with her as a person. Which I think is, I mean, I'm not rich, and probably never will be rich, but I could see same here. But it seems valid. It seems valid, you know, if you have a lot of money, and it seems most rich like people who, who are, are scared that people want their, only on that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. And then you have Matthew. And then the, the, the other central main character is Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Who's doing great. I, I'm a huge, I'm not a huge fan of Matthew McConaughey, mm-hmm. but I'm also don't dislike Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And what I is think. That, it's I, like, there's, yeah. like, I can't be like, oh, I watch uh, everything. everything like, but, and when yeah. I hear he's in a movie, I'm going to rush to do it. Yeah. But I actually really respect his work. Yeah. Like if he's I don't know if I like, understand. I don't think I love his range. Got it. Okay, so yeah. much. But I do respect his work. Yeah, and I was gonna say, I think when he did Bernie, I think this is when he um, did. You know, like he, there was a time where he was like just getting put in rom coms. So for he stopped oh, for yeah. an entire year. He was like, I'm not accepting any roles because good because he was all like failure to launch. Yeah, how to lose a guy in yeah. ten days, all so that stuff. So his agent was like, I got you a role, and he would just turn it down until like Bernie good. came up, and then and then that led to like Dallas Buyers Club, Club and, and his and, Oscar and all that. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and now it feels movie. like it's like maybe he's only doing this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I did not um, like that Interstellar movie. I, I, I we don't need to go off on that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I love um, sci-fi, and that just didn't do yeah. it for me. But, but, but he, I thought he was great. I mean, he just felt like, I mean, his wig was a little weird, but, <laughs> yeah. but it wasn't enough to, like, ruin his performance. Right? I mean, yeah, I um, mean, his... But he was great. I he mean, was great, yeah. I thought he was great. I mean, this and, like, his performance in Wolf of Wall Street, I don't even know if you saw Oh, I did see that, yeah. I think the, his, his small the, little scene is so good. This, I, I, I believed it. He, and he's already a Texan. I mean, he's... Yeah, right. He got started in a movie called Lone Star, which I've never seen, but he played... That's right, yeah. But, um... He's already a Texan, so it's like I'm not. I'm gonna need to believe him. It just mm-hmm. felt like he was. A, he was just very Texas, uh, Texas, and like at home in that yeah. character. And I yeah. believed it. And I mean, he has some. He has a couple of key scenes that are really wonderful that aren't even him talking, mm-hmm. or like one at least when they're at the church. Yeah. And the and the pastor is clearly def- like in his, in his yeah. sermon is speaking up like we need to give Bernie his prayers even though yeah. he's clearly confessed <laughs> he's to murder yeah. and everything <laughs> and he's like it's just his like reaction to like yeah. the bullshit yeah, it's so yeah. funny they're just kind of looking around like just that look of like looking for somebody else to have a connection like, of, like this this, this really this? happened yeah yeah, yeah. and that, no one that was great like yeah. I loved that moment mm-hmm. and just the whole thing was full of that and they're and they're like interviews yeah. yeah. That he was the one character out of those two that 
out of the three main characters actually yeah. on you. I have a question before we jump into the way to the story. Right. You seem to be a researcher, like you've looked up things <laughs> on things. Sometimes, sometimes, um, yeah. Do you know if, I mean, I'm assuming everybody was an actor in this. Yes, I know. Isn't it? it, it everyone it's, is an actor, but it's so... It's I, convincing. It's convincing. You start to think, like, are these people... Did they go out and interview all these people? And I love how everyone's makeup is overdone. Like, yeah, they... Like, it is, like... Yes. They're like, I'm getting interviewed today. And then this really put uh-huh. the makeup on. And, uh, and it fits that kind of culture. Everyone feels so real. It feels so tech. Like yes. I mean, this is me being very LA and only been to Texas a couple of times. But it, I believe those people live in Texas. A hundred percent. Yeah, I believed that this uh, and that you, region. If like, you told yeah. me mm-hmm. that Richard Linklater and whoever wrote the novel, or yeah. like not the novel, the the nonfiction book that this is based on about yeah. this incident, and this um, this story. Um, that they were like, great, we're gonna, what we're going to do is sort of do an Errol, like, Morris, sort of like, we're going to yeah. go interview people based on who you talk to, mm-hmm. and then around that we'll build the, the two other, like, yeah. the script. Yeah. I would have been convinced. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we've confirmed that right now. I'm assuming they're all <laughs> actors. I, I'm pretty sure, if I bet on it, everyone's an actor, but it could be maybe a couple people were test... Uh, real? Real, but I'm, I don't know. It I don't feels, know either. They're still, like... It feels like they're performing. Like, I don't no, know. I Even though it's so that. real, but, like, when people are interviewed, as I'm talking right now, the stopping and the thinking and the us, and there's none of that. It's very tight in the interviews. Yeah, I would but, agree with that. Yeah. But you can um, also, I mean, yeah. But everyone's, like... I mean, it looks so, like they're all actors. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and we had to... We stopped the credits a little short, but I bet they're all... But, God, if that is true, then I think that these... This they should all be. This should have been like an should have been nominated for like an ensemble like yeah award yeah. because it's so believable they all in a community like yeah, them yeah like I believed I thought everybody did great there was not one week performance a hundred percent everyone true. was amazing yes and I think this is a very interesting thing because Richard Linklater is a director that I don't always love mm-hmm. he's hit and miss. But, but you, I like that he yeah, swings for the fence. That's what I was going to say. He always tries different things. That's you know, what I like, like about I it. I think some directors, it's like, you know what kind of movie you're I getting. would rather have a director swing and miss <laughs> yeah. than never swing at all and just yeah. like play the Be same. Like, I know this works, so I'm uh, breaking yes. it up. Yes. Um, I appreciate that more than any other thing. Mm-hmm. But this movie, I thought, was a hit. Yeah. And I loved the idea of them doing interviews because so it felt like they created I mean faults or not it's like they created a documentary yeah that just yes. the documentary just happened to be fictional like it was like okay this is the same as if I was going mm-hmm. to watch Waiting for Guffman yeah yeah and that it's just mm-hmm. a different instead of doing it as like a completely fictional story we're going to approach it that way for a fat a, a true story but of course yeah. it's the dramatization mm-hmm. of it I liked that choice a lot I liked it too yes um yeah, uh, but it I can't. It's it. one of those things where I'm like, I can't imagine it another way because yes. it's like you learn so much about those characters that I think uh, if they did it like just a straight traditional movie, you wouldn't learn that much, or certain things might be like glossed over. Like, like yeah, just be like, oh, he's a good guy. Like, just believe that, you know. But you have all these different testimonies and like little stories and. I don't know. It's, no, I think it's. I feel like it. I really get to know those care those people. 
Yes. Yes. And I think it's it, it, I 100% agree with you. I just I mean, I would like to I would I would be open. I might even have to like see if there's a Charlie Rose interview. An <laughs> yeah. interview you with, only listen to Charlie that's Rose. That's not true, interviews. but I do like Charlie Rose. <laughs> I'd have to look and see if there's interviews with these guys about this movie because I really like their approach and I would like to find the choices that they why they chose to tell mm-hmm. it this way because yeah. I could see an indie a real indie director taking the story and making it a traditional way yeah. and it'd be a little more just uh, they'd approach it but it'd just be a different feel where like, yeah it'd just be like more like it wouldn't it wouldn't, wouldn't it wouldn't highlight the oddity like the oddness of this community mm-hmm. enough yeah, yeah. I feel and like knowing I the community yeah. is so important especially at the end when everyone's like you're gonna get Bernie off, right? Like, yeah. Like, if I go to, if I get put on that jury, I'm acquitting. You know? Yeah, like and you believe that because you've gotten to you're know built all up. the community, and yeah. you learned about before we're really introduced to Bernie mm-hmm. in this movie or um, Shirley McLean's um, uh, Marjorie. Yeah. Before is that her name, Marjorie? Yeah, it is Marjorie. Marjorie uh, Nugget. Yeah, before we're, in, we're introduced to them. We're learning about them through the community, telling us about them. Yes. And I think that serves the thing because everybody's telling us how great Bernie is. Mm -hmm. And then also telling us that Marjorie's a monster. Right. And you're going to trust them until you meet them. Yeah. You're going to take that for truth. Mm -hmm. And I liked that because you're just gearing up. Like our first image really of Bernie is singing in his car to this hilarious Jesus song. (laughs) And he loves Jesus. Yeah, he's very. But then, so I love that because the community is saying one thing to us. But then what we're watching is, yeah, you do see Marjorie being possessive, but you don't really see that monster. Yeah, yeah. You see somebody like we mentioned before. So you sort of are like, okay, so they've they've really built him up. Yeah, and even yeah. him, it's like. Yeah, he's the nicest person. I 100% agree with well, you. I think that's funny, too, is they're building him up, and then when you start to see him, like, you're, we're, like, laughing at him because he's just, like, I think when we really see him talking is when he's going into the funeral home for yeah. the first time, and he's like, oh, I like this color green and yeah. everything, and you're just, like, laughing because he's a human. Like He's very like, human. He's just, like, a cool... You're, like, like, you're a, just, like, a quirky, goofy, weird, goofy guy. dude. It's like, okay. you know that guy. Like, he's harmless. Yeah. Sweet. You're fine. Yeah, he's fun, you know. Uh, yeah. And but then you do, it's like, when you get to the end of the, he murders her and is caught. It is very, like, interesting about, like, I even caught myself going, like, mm-hmm. would I let him off? Yeah, no, well, even... <laughs> because, uh, like, and yeah. it, because I'm like, well, I would, he murdered her. Yeah. Even if she's mean, like, you yeah. murdered her. <laughs> well, the thing, too, but like... But you do kind yourself up. Like, when he gets the conviction, he's like, life, I get parole in 50 years. I'm like, man, Texas, you're too harsh with your laws. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, whoa, like, but he did murder her, and... Like I, I believe it. If he didn't get caught, he probably would still be spending her money. You know, to help people, a hundred percent, hundred percent. But he's still. living. Like I think the thing that's interesting is, I think he's living the life he wanted, which is to be rich so he could be generous. Yes. But he took advantage of this woman to get to that position For that sure. he wanted. You know. Yes. Yeah. I agree. And took the the instead of doing the right thing in the moment he was like okay yeah i'll use this as an opportunity to, to do more help but in the yeah. wrong way yeah yeah and we already you sort of get an idea that he he's not that responsible either 
Yeah. There wasn't much of it, but it sounds like he, like, one of the lawyers it, it talks about how his car was always back. He they never took care of, like, payments. his own. Yeah. He never really, like, took care of his own responsibilities. Yeah. He just took care of everybody else. Yeah. And that's great that you're right. taking care of everybody else, but that doesn't make you a completely, like, a saint or, like, a fully yeah. um, developed or, like, perfect person if mm-hmm. you're not taking care of your shit, too. Yeah, I think there's skeletons in his closet he's not addressing, and he just is like, but I'm getting so much praise from my community. I keep helping the community. I get more praise. I'm a good person. Yeah. And neglect everything else about, you know, your life. Because, yeah, they, they never say, like, what is family life was like yes. like anything and they touch a little bit on like maybe he's gay and this is a yeah. very Texas community but I liked how um, they because what I liked about that is because they just did it I feel like if we would have approached this as like a traditional like indie film yeah you would have shown him like keeping that a secret and you would have oh, had right. a scene where yeah. he's driving to like a a shady part yeah, of town totally. and getting a blow job yeah, like a gritty yeah. blow job from some guy <laughs> totally. do you know what I mean like yeah. he's hiding it that's the reason he's doing this yeah. is because he's guilty for being a homosexual right. this was like you might you could you could go down that even in this movie and think about that but they're like they approach it just like eh, most people just speculated it and then kind of moved on. Yeah. And yeah. if it was true, it was true. If it's not, it's not. It's, but it's also has not pertinent to the story. Right. Which I also think is interesting because this community is a God loving, God fearing community. Mm-hmm. So if anybody else in the community murdered somebody, that's wrong, but not Bernie. If anybody else in the community is gay, that's wrong, but not Bernie. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, we're fine with Bernie. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so interesting. Like, when they ask those questions, how they dance around things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> that's, that's a weird way of, to approach your own like values and yeah. Christ, like even like your Christian values of like making sort of making different rules based on like, yeah. Oh, well you're a good person. So we'll let this slide. Yeah. And yeah. And in a way he is a good person, but yeah, but that's such an odd thing, and it's, like, weird, <laughs> because if you look at that and take it into a global scope, it's, like, people are doing that all the time. Right, yeah, just maybe not in a way that's benefiting you, like, the community was benefiting from, yeah, like, the dishonest things he was doing. Yeah, yeah. and to, almost to the point of willing him to get off of murder. Yeah, yeah. He still shot a woman in the back. <laughs> yes, he did. And put her in a freezer there, for nine months. Nine months. Which I, is so insane yeah, that this is real. There's a part of me that's like, if he didn't get caught, would he have eventually figured out some plan to be like, like, unthaw her and be like, she died? Or, I don't know. I don't like, think he would have. I think he would have just kept like, going until... Yeah. He just knew it was coming or... I, I, I mean, someone like that's sort of lying to themselves the whole time, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, to go to rehearsal after you murder a woman. Yeah. For, I don't know what that means. I think there's is, just but. something else there. Instead of this being like a, like a lie, like a person, because I think this shows us too also that there's a great phrase out there, and it might be from a song, but like where not all good guys wear white, mm-hmm. but there's a reverse to that. Not all bad people. Yeah. Not all bad people like are out just good. Bad all the time. Bad yeah. all the time, yeah, no. or fucking cutting people throats and like yeah. I kill and then I keep killing. Yeah. They could just they're overly complex. Yeah. The nicest guy in the world is capable of murdering somebody. Yeah. yeah. If pushed to it, it just points out like you. Yeah, you can be the nicest person, get pushed to a point where you're yeah. like, I don't want this anymore. And it's also it makes you think 
you know, because they say that, like, after he got convicted, he, you know, is basically doing good in the prison and, like, church choir and everything. It's, like, it makes me wonder if he's ever actually, like, confronted and dealt with the fact that he murdered her. Because he was even saying things like, oh, it felt like it wasn't me and, yeah, you know. I, which is a very, I mean, again, it's not the movie that's going to dive into that. Right, yeah. But, like, that is a weird thing of, like... Yeah, like, like we all we, we all, all have, have done something bad and justified it in our head to be for like, sure. But you know, I did it for this reason, and that makes me like still a good person or whatever. And then you don't get caught; you could just keep going. Which I sort of partially agree with. Mm-hmm. I like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying like I don't agree with the fact that you would be like if our law says that you go to prison for murder, then you go to prison for murder, right? But at the same time, I would agree with that, like, it doesn't, you did commit murder. Yeah. But this is sort of a, a, a piece saying, yeah, you commit murder doesn't mean you're immediately absolutely a monster. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Not one one transaction doesn't define you entirely. Right. Yeah. No, I do think there are people that are flat out serial killers and murderers. But oh they're, yeah. Like psychopaths. Sociopaths. So, yeah, yeah. Sociopaths. But there, that doesn't mean there's not another thing. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting too is like going to laws like in different states. Like there are like abusive fathers who murder their child and then get off in ten years. You know. What yeah. You mean? Like, and that's crazy to me when I think, like, this guy who's clearly confessed and is like, I messed up and, you know, I'm so sorry. I've written letters of forgiveness and everything. And then it's like, but you're, you have a life. You're life. Like, you're not getting out. Yeah. When it wasn't vindictive yeah. and, like, and, like, premeditated. Yeah. And, like, but then, yeah, like, what you're saying is somebody that's, like, a real gruesome, gruesome like, guy. I purposely killed something. And there like are cases where people kill, get do their time, get off, kill again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, and it's it's weird. It's like I mean I don't want to be on those any of those juries. No, no, like, no, no. It is interesting that there are different levels of like. Yeah. But I mean, our judicial systems are fucked up anyway, well, right? Well, yeah, and watching I mean, Matthew McConaughey's character really showed that how different Bernie is from these townspeople of like, look, he thinks he's cultured. He thinks he's better than yeah. you. Like, and messing with people in that regards to be like, I've never flown first class or gone on all these trips. He, he, you know, he got a meal ticket and yeah. then he murdered her. Like, yeah. life. Guilty, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of manipulation in law. Duh. Have, are you, by chance, have you watched the OJ Made in America? Oh, yes. I'm... Don't spoil the third part I, for oh, me. Oh, I won't spoil anything. <laughs> um, but it's seen in that. Yeah. I, what what part are you on? I Is finished part two. Okay. So, like, leading yeah. up to the end of the trial. Okay. So, they, yeah, they, you they see a the lot la- of tactics. They did the last, the, just, the, all they did was the last, like, mm-hmm. the last thing I watched was them doing their, their final, like, whatever okay. it's called. Um, so, you've seen, like, the glove. And- the glove, the... Furman, yeah, and then like the photos, which are oh, yeah. some of the most insane things to see. Finally, yeah. where you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, we all knew this was a murder, but we didn't realize yeah. how gruesome yeah. this murder was. Yeah, and also, oh, like, yeah, there's a there's like a real crime profiler that specifically specializes in domestic violence and talks about how like 
when you murder someone that gruesome, you know them and it's passionate. Like if someone you a stranger you don't know is killing you, they're just like in and out. Like, yeah, they're like ah. They're not gonna decapitate. You. Yes, they're not gonna just try to finish the job. It's oh. insane. But there's a lot of that in that in that courtroom. Yeah. Of like. And a lot of division of like, well, this is what OJ was. Yeah, he's in. He's no way is he impossible capable of doing this. And you're yeah. like, well, pretty much, he looks like he did. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, we could go off on that totally. whole thing. Well, the, yeah, the weird. I, yeah, guys. part of me is like, oh, I wonder what it would have been like because I was pretty young when it happened. Me too. Yeah, you too. So, uh, like, what it would have been like if like someone were a big fan of did a crime like that. And then you, yeah. you think they're a perfect, like, all-American, upstanding citizen. And then you find out, oh, they they beat their wife. Like, domestic you violence do? yeah. is a real thing. And then, yeah. And then you add, you add on race and America. And it's a it's big, super complicated. It's complicated, it's the, it's the worst kind of complicated. Kind of like this trial in this movie. Yeah. Well, it's I think I only brought that in because I feel like there's not, it doesn't, there's the, the OJ trial is far more complicated <laughs> yeah, yeah. than the That's trial of insane. Bernie T. Yeah. He didn't take off at a Bronco. <laughs> yeah. And but to kill himself. It is just, it highlights similar things. Yes. Yes. Um, where good people can do bad things and it's not, um, yeah. You gotta, we all have to be aware of that. Like, yeah, and bad people can do good things. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I yeah. would one hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, it's we're not. No, <laughs> it's no. It's always there's always gray. Everything's yeah. gray. Oh, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the judicial judicial system, like, is flawed. But then it makes sense why they try to make it the way it is. Yeah, because then... we don't want chaos. Yeah. I mean, unless somebody out there does and thinks it would be better, I don't see the benefit yeah. of chaos, but... but... Yeah, like a jury of your peers, like, it, you know... Right. It, In theory, it sounds like it's great, and then when it's practiced... Well, it's been manipulated it over time, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. lawyers are now meant... can point out the smallest thing and yeah. take focus from actually one thing. Yeah. I mean, I, that's very trying not to talk about the O.J. Simpson movie because we're talking about Bernie. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, look over here. Look over here. Here, yeah. Um, Don't but, look over yeah. there. Um, but but this, is, this is a solid movie, I thought. Cool. Um, Richard Glad Linklater, I thought, did a really good job mm-hmm. uh, in this movie. I just like the most this movie was built together, too, with, like, it just felt like a true sort of like small movie like even the the main all the scenes on top of like interviews were like just smaller scenes yeah. little vignettes of things yeah, they yeah. didn't really shove anything forward it was just a small story just that the story ran it yeah and the story and the characters were the most important thing there was yeah. no like big plot points or like yeah. oh Explosions. this is happening <laughs> yeah it was just a good small like, short story I even love and find really depressing like just the choice of restaurants they go to. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like oh. these Tex-Mex, like, like, uh, and they're just sitting there, like, having a meal, and it's just, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of, like, you know, maybe you're, like, dating someone, and it's very exciting, and then it plateaus, and then you hit mm-hmm. that point where you're, like, this is over. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, like, the thrill is gone, and, like, I don't know, and, like, so just sitting in, like, that one scene when she's chewing and everything, I'm just like, please, just break up. Yeah, <laughs> like, get out of it. The, You're not the happy. The friendship is over. Like, yeah, for both you... of you, you're both not happy, but... Move on. 
Yeah, it's fear. And, and the only way he could move on was shooting shooting her in the back. Yeah. At least that's what he thought. Yeah. But well, that's how every relationship yeah. ends, right? Shooting somebody in the back? Yeah, yeah, that's how you get out of relationships. You shoot them in the back. <laughs> and then if you get away with it, cool. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, but uh, also, like, I don't uh, a thing I want to mention was, like, that one scene where uh, he, like, pulls up. I think it's after the um, gardener's like, oh, I've been fired and yeah and she's like hysterical and like it's like fine leave me just like everybody else does yeah and like, oh like that's such i don't know like I there's feel that like, fear of just being alone that's kept her yeah is smothering him yeah and like shirley mclean like like you see at the end like jack black gets to interview bernie and like learn and yeah. then this is something where i feel like shirley like learning about the character and then being like but let's find like yeah. the realness to her like, I think you I have to it. or you're not going to get behind her like her yeah. mother like it reminds me a little bit of her role in terms of endearment mm-hmm. she's not a good mother in that yeah yeah but you get but you're never against her yeah you know I, yeah, I, mean? I, don't I think, think she does that and if you I think she's been doing that from the beginning because if you're, you've seen the apartment right no, I need to see it. <laughs> oh, let's see the apartment. Yeah, I know. Because she's like a young girl that's sort of just being taken advantage of by men, and but it's all based on her wants. Yeah, she doesn't. You never like. You never see that character just being like a victim or being like yeah. thrown around. Mm-hmm. You see, like she's she's chosen to be where she's gonna be, and it's just let her down. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, and a I shitty think that, place. Yeah, but I think that's like for actors. That's how we have to do it is like you have to find the humanity and like the drive I don't know yeah no I think you're right that's what makes great well that's what we want to watch <laughs> yeah like you <laughs> I have to be like like I'm not like I've talked about relatability like I don't want to watch <laughs> cause like I can't relate to Bernie I don't care for church I don't believe yeah, in all those values yeah yeah but there is like you can find parts of you like yeah okay you're like, yeah. you want to care about people. people you want to like give if you can yeah yeah so they're like yeah there's things that you recognize, but then there are parts when you're like, I don't know, I wouldn't do that. Well, yeah. maybe you would. Yeah, yeah. You have those other parts of that yeah. person. Yeah, and I think like with like um, Marjorie, it's like, oh, I never want to be like her, but I'm sure like the right circumstances, you could be driven to complete isolation like that. Yeah, one action um, could put you in a place of fear. We don't know what put yeah. her there. Please. She could have got hurt at some point. And I'm like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. I know. I kind of wish there was a little bit more of her husband and her. Like, I wonder what that relationship was like. Yeah. They don't really touch on that. They have that one scene of him like talking to community like members and running his business, and it seems like she was just already bitter at that point. Yeah, and we don't know why. Yeah, we already know like she's. But I think that's what's interesting is like we don't like we we're sort of. What's great about the point of view of us as the guys, the point of view of the movie, and I think this is maybe why they, maybe I can only speculate, like in why it's in the style it is, is that we're just like the community. We only know them through that. Yeah. It wasn't like Marjorie wasn't a person that sounds like really grew up in that town. Yeah. She's just part of that town. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I mean, she, she did. In. I don't know, but mm-hmm. we're only getting interjected along with what we're getting told just like yeah. the filmmakers and me you know what i mean and the storytellers it's like this is the only information we have yeah we don't have all this backstory so yeah this is what you have to kind of put together yourself yeah. in the story right and it's bernie's movie so we meet her when bernie meets her yes yeah so he might have known of her husband but doesn't know the 
doesn't know what is happening behind Who knows if she even and... shared anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with him, I don't know. Yeah. Or with anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, sounds like the, I mean, the hairdresser. Yeah, I know. She get real hurt when she right. stopped coming when she died. <laughs> yeah. And her broker, that was so interesting. The broker being. He was the one that... kind of instigating, like, look, something's not right. Yeah, people that deal with money, they don't want their money fucked with. Yeah. They're going to find that body. Case solved <laughs> because of money. Because of money. Yeah. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Um, I'm glad you did. It's one yeah, of my favorites. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, great. Before we get to the point of wrapping up, I, I asked this question to all my guests. So this podcast is about I will watch anything once. However, mm-hmm. for you cats, I want to ask, are there any films, genres, Filmmaker, actor, whatever you can make, you can make this broader, specific as you want. But are there any films or anything that you, or TV, whatever, mm-hmm. in the medium of watching, uh, that you actively avoid or don't just try to like shy away from? Mm-hmm. And if so, why? I usually don't actively go watch horror films. Most people say that, and then I'm just like, I have to just agree and go, yeah, me too. Yeah, oh, so that's not interesting. I can try oh, and think about no, something I'm not else. I'm just, I just think it's funny that I'm like expecting this, and then that's yeah. like the most. It's like, oh, I'm in a major. I am in a majority. majority yeah. Well, like I, this is a weird uh, analogy, but as a kid, I didn't like spicy food, and now I like spicy food. So I always yeah. thought horror would be like. I don't like horror, but maybe one day I would yeah. get it. And I kind of, I get, um, like, horror theme parks now, like Halloween Horror Nights and everything. Well, I never do it well, but yeah. okay, you go on. See, well, I never did it, and then I was a, a scare actor uh, for a couple oh. of years. So I got more of the behind the scenes. And I remember the when I first, the first year I did it, I got put into House of Horrors, which is now turned into a Walking Dead maze at Universal Studios. Okay. Um, but that was like a haunted house that was there year year long, and they were like just taking this the scare actors and like being like, okay, you're in this room, and like just putting everybody in groups, and then they got to me and they're like, okay, you're in this like tomb by yourself, bye, and they just laughed, and Whoa. I was like, I don't know if I could do this, like this is too scary, and then after a while, I was just like, oh everything's fine and then when I started like jumping out at people with a knife I was like this is amazing I love ah! this like this is so fun I love that you um, scared yourself yeah and then, and then by then scaring I, others you became, became you overcame yeah, your fear yeah um so I don't know so I think a little bit like like one of the movies I suggested was The Shining um so seen it come on classic it's one I love of my it. favorites Kubrick awesome uh, so I like suspenseful, like thrillers and creepy films. Yeah. Even The Conjuring's pretty. Like I, I don't mind it too much. But when it's just like guy jumping out and it's like purposely manipulating the viewer to like be scared and then just like blood and gore, yeah. I'm just like. Well, it becomes yeah. like less about a story that happens to have like yeah those supernatural or horrific yeah. elements. It's yeah. more about that. Yeah. Yeah, I like like a good ghost story or mystery or mm-hmm. trying to figure something out. Um, yeah, I like murders. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Case in point, oh, Bernie. Oh boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, when it's just like this is just super like saw. I'm just like Ugh, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't like those either. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's, like, another genre that's, like, not as... Like, that's fine. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'll am i try to 
Don't try to entertain me and my majority. Yeah, I think. but now I'm just thinking like, oh, is there another one that I'm like, oh, are you? Pass. You said you got a little excited about Kubrick. Are you a big Kubrick fan? Yeah, I really like him. Do you like all of his work, or have you seen all of his work? I I'm just very seen, curious. I wouldn't say I've seen all of it. Um, I still need to see his last one. I, I Eyes Wide Shut. I actually saw it the first time. Wasn't really into it, and then I've seen it recently again, mm-hmm. or a couple of years ago, like yeah. probably quite. A, and I think it's actually brilliant. Yeah. Well, like, uh, what are your I, favorites? What is top three of your Kubricks? I really like Shiny, Shining, <laughs> The Shining. Um, uh, shit, the one with Hal, the robot. 2001, 2001 Space Odyssey. Space Odyssey. <laughs> um, I really liked uh, Full Metal Jacket, but I'll probably never see it again. It's a rough one to watch again. That was. It's rough. It was amazing watching it, but it was very, very rough. Yeah. Did um, you see him on the big screen? Or did you see him on the. I saw it at home. Okay. Yeah. Like, probably a couple of years ago and was just like oh fuck right 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 <laughs> yeah but Shining I watch every year probably twice a year uh it's so good it's so good the acting is awesome the just like the colors and the camera shots like I get nerdy about camera angles so like Hitchcock I like a lot that's great um, Hitchcock's... like I just watched uh North by Northwest last year and I was like this is awesome. Why did I wait so long? Because <laughs> <laughs> we just get told about them all the time. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, that's like the apartments on my list. I still haven't even seen um, Citizen Kane yet. That's okay. Don't... It's supposed to be the number one best film in the world. I think that we now have better films than that. Mm-hmm. But you have to. I think it's the number I one have to film put for myself in that time period. Yeah, and also I think going to film school, I always got frustrated because they they'd always show it in intro to film and I actually personally think that's a bad call Mm -hmm. because if you're like this is the greatest you gotta watch it and I don't think it fits in intro to film Mm -hmm. I get why they're putting it there but I think it's the fault the wrong move because it's the perfect movie for history of film right because it's the gap it's where Orson Welles he changes everything by bringing radio and and other yeah. formats of all the, these different styles into one film right. and he changes everything so in that class you would appreciate it intro intro like, you're not oh, going do I want to be a film major <laughs> yeah like it just to me is like it feels pretentious rather mm-hmm. than actual educational by putting it in the intro yeah do you know what I mean you could, what, what movie would you show as like intro to film I think you could take I mean I think honestly intro to film to me is should be based on whoever's the instructor Okay. Where you go, okay, I have to hit these notes Mm -hmm. to talk about film as an art form. Yeah. And I think you as a filmmaker should choose, like you as a film critic, or whatever your point of view is from that, take those films. I like that. And be like, hey, let me share how I think this aspect of film is illustrated. And as that teacher, you choose that. Mm -hmm. But then history should be a journey. Yeah. Yeah. You want to see that progression. progression. That's like when I one of my favorite classes in college was a music history class, and that was really cool. Hearing sound and being like, "Oh my god, this is the first song that did this thing that boom, 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 yeah. like affected music." Yeah, that's. I think that's such a fun journey to go on. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's what that's my take on it. Yeah. Um, but or is that so? You like Hitchcock, Kubrick, anybody else that's your favorite director? Um, I mean. I like Wes Anderson. I'll go see Wes Anderson. I like him too. <laughs> yeah, and people yeah, complain yeah. about him being too Wes Anderson, and I'm like, are you fucking? No. I'm like, see, we were talking why would you about... want him to change? <laughs> we were talking about like we like that Link later changes. Wes Anderson. I want Wes Anderson. I want that high because I think it's because I think it's like once you land, characters. yeah, because yeah. I think once you land on something that's so unique that nobody else can pull, yeah, because there's people that are gonna f- try to pull it, and you're yeah. like, oh 
screw off or yeah. parody. Yeah. I don't want them to change because we have a millions of the other. Like yeah. Richard Linklater is not is I think a filmmaker who is not a yes man. Because I think no. there are there are yes yeah. man filmmakers that are sort of like work for the studios. They do fine work. Yeah. Just their work never stands out because it's sort of just generic mm-hmm. genre piece. Yeah. And they're they're all over the place, but you're like, yeah, you're you're never Yeah, they're popcorn films. Yeah, it's like you're that. doing yeah. great. I yeah. fuck I wish I could do it. Yeah. But right. like I'll, I'll take a job the, yeah. in a heartbeat. Yeah, if I'm <laughs> capable of doing it, I'll take it. But yeah. like Whereas Richard Linklater is one of those ones that's like, I'm just going to take chances. And he's yeah, gotten the I opportunity to do that. Like, I think, like, I can see it with the Bernie thing. Maybe he heard that story and was just like, what? You know? Yeah. And then, like, with Boyhood, be like, what if I, I'm going to try this, you know? Yeah. And you got to yeah. give it to him. Even yeah. if you end up not liking one of his movies, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. He tried. <laughs> yeah, he went for it. And yeah. other people loved it. I didn't or mm-hmm. liked and agreed. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. always will respect that. Yeah. Uh, Coen Brothers is the other one. Oh, uh, Coen Brothers I'll are brilliant. There. You know, although the last couple ones I've seen, I'm not. Which crazy. ones were the last ones? Last one was Hail Caesar. I wasn't a big fan of Hail Caesar. I, I keep I keep trying I mean, to revisit it on it HBO like Go. I enjoyed watching it, and then when I wa- and then the next day I was like, it's forgettable. Like it's yeah, it has some scenes that are like the dialogue's really funny. Yeah, like that scene where all the like religious like figures are talking about how to approach Jesus in film is very funny. Uh-huh, yeah. But as a whole, I just... it Yeah, yeah. for me, and I watched it again, and I thought it would, like, win me over mm-hmm. again, and it, it hasn't done anything. Yeah, I need to see Inside uh, Davis. Lou Allen Davis? Yeah. It's great. I uh, actually think it's... Because the first time I, I saw it... I have over there on my bed. Uh, the first time I saw it, I was just like, I... This character's so unlikable. Why do I, I have to think, sit there for an hour and I a half, lo- two hours? But then that Bob Dylan <sighs> moment at the end... But it's Loved even, a, it. but it's about, but it's about art. It's all about being an artist. Yeah. And like, you, you have that chance to be that or you're going to be this. And yeah. it's depressed. It's a depressing it's fucking movie. It's very depressing. Movie, so maybe I was I in denial bo- watching it. I'm like, boom. I think it's a depressing movie, yeah. but yes, it is. I think it's a mm-hmm. great film, personally. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to watch it what again. What else? Because it's last? considered one of the best films of all time. Like, it's in top 100 films. Is it already? Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, AFI just released their new uh, top. Like, yeah, their new top. Um, I think it's a great. I think it is a great. I think the story, the telling, yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. Um. I think that's my opinion, but yeah. um, there. But they've had movies that I think are like okay, but I still like. Yeah. That's like how I'm I still a fan am. of Intolerable Cruelty. Yeah. And people will talk shit on. It. I'm like, I think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a delightful little rump of a silly movie, and I know yeah. they went for something, and maybe it did a hit for everybody, but it, I think it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're always trying different things. Yeah. Cool. And I don't think the man who was who wasn't there. I I, I liked it. I, it's it's, like, it's my fine yeah. one for them. Yeah. Like, but it's like not bad. But am I gonna watch it as much as I watch Fargo? No. No. I mean, Big Lebowski. Anytime <laughs> it's Lebowski. on, I'm gonna replay yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because the movie's uh, so good. Those two for sure are so good. Yeah. Raising Arizona is another great yeah, one. Yeah. That's. They're yep. great genre directors that really just have stretched their. Mm-hmm. I would. I wonder what. I don't. I don't even know what they're up to. What's if there's anything coming from them? I feel like they are up to something. And I heard about it maybe a couple months ago, but I forgot. Something cool. I hope so. <laughs> I remember being like, "Oh, that's cool." And then <laughs> oh, cool. Forgot. <laughs> great. Sorry, everybody. Go Google it. Go Google it. Um, great. Thanks, Cassie. Thank you, Dave. It was a pleasure. Thanks for introducing the burning to me. Yay! Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
If you want more from Cassie Jerkins, you can follow her on Twitter at Cassie Jerkins. Also, subscribe to her new podcast on Boardwalk Audio Network, Dumb Nerds. It's a podcast where comedians talk about smart stuff. So it's definitely a great podcast. I was lucky to be a guest on it um, about two episodes ago. Um, Definitely check it out. There's a lot of great, funny people she has on talking a lot about a lot of wonderful, different variation of things. Um, She has a great one on there about Christianity, Terminator movies, so much. If you like the Titanic, that's another great one. Definitely check it out. Again, that's Cassie Jerkins with her podcast, Dumb Nerds. And thank you for listening to I Will Watch Anything Once. Um, If you can please go to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review. Your reviews and your ratings will bring more listeners to the podcast. And I hope you can do that so I can have my voice in more people's ears. (laughs) That's a good thing, right? Also, you can follow the podcast on social media such as Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat under IWWAO. And please use the hashtag IWWAO to tell me what movies you would like me to watch and talk about on the podcast. I'd love to talk about movies that my listeners want me to see. You can also email at IWillWatchAnythingOnce at gmail.com. And there's a Facebook page and a Tumblr that you can follow as well. So thank you again for listening to I Will Watch Anything Once. And remember, if you haven't seen it once, you can't complain. Uh, so, Cassie. Yeah. Your last name is Jerkins? Jerkins, yeah. Great. I just want to make sure I said it wrong. <laughs> right. But, uh... Tell me what you had for lunch. Uh, I uh, it's uh, I made it. I don't. I forget what it's called, but it's like I take tin foil and then I put noodles and a bunch of vegetables and then water and soy sauce and garlic and then I like tie up the tin foil and just have a hole and then I bake it for fifteen to twenty minutes and then it comes out. All right. Marinated, tasty. Uh, wow. Salmon. Yeah. Well, well done. Thank you. Thank well you. Well done. <laughs> has been a boardwalk audio podcast for more information and shows visit boardwalkaudio.com don't forget to rate and subscribe now